is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Sunday, April 23rd, the bookstore Subtext Books hosted these amazing authors, and here they are reading their great work. Our next reader is Nell Morningstar Ubelodi. Nell? This is a piece that I wrote when I was um, finishing up a long-languishing undergraduate degree at Metro State U, and I discovered I had to take uh, lab science again. <laughs> um, because my 30 years earlier lab science was not somehow adequate, or the records weren't adequate, actually. So I was taking um, a lab science at the same time that I was taking a creative writing class in creative nonfiction, and I kind of combined um, parts of the two. It's called Walking Through Sweet Hollow on the Feast of St. Bridget. I follow the ridgeline down the ravine toward the stream at the bottom. It is dawn and gold gleams on the horizon, leaking between the outlines of tree and bare brush. It spills across the expanse of icy snow and fills the hollows with blue shadows. Once this was an oak savanna. I still see white oak trees 80 feet tall, bark deeply furrowed to outlast fire and flood, leaves dried to ochres and browns clinging to the branch. I take the path the stream might have taken over centuries of digging this ravine, curving and meandering deeper into the earth and the past. I am walking today, February 2nd, because I have made a promise to myself to become more active and walk on a daily basis. The Feast of St. Bridget on February 2nd is a Catholic holiday festival, excuse me, attached to a traditional pagan celebration, Imbolc, sacred to the Celtic goddess Bridget. Before the church turned goddess into saint, she was the patron of poets and metalsmiths, honored in the transformative powers of words, water, and fire. She was the source of life in each seed and the promise of the next crop. She was, oh, excuse me, um, Bridget's Day symbolizes the continuity of seed to plant to harvest to seed. Underground, seeds germinate, beginning to grow before we can see the tiniest yellow-green sprouts. Between the train tracks and the creek, huts and shacks of scavenged wood became homes first to fur trappers, lumbermen, and casual laborers who found this valley a convenient place to squat. As years went on, immigrants from Sweden and then Ireland funneled in, leaving the name Swede Hollow. Phelan Creek meanders at the bottom of the riverbed between steep valley walls. Here, houses clustered and crowded together, and the only street followed the creek. Water was a natural spring, and the creek was a sewer. Vegetable gardens and barn animals supplemented incomes and fed the large, hungry families. I close my eyes, and I can imagine children hauling water, wearing their hand-knit sweaters, cows and pigs huddling in the tiny pens attached to even the smallest homes. I imagine laughter and crows in the tree branches cawing. It's easy coming closer to the tracing of open creek 
to see how important fresh water was before we had the luxury of running water. Snarled cottonwood trees, content to grow where floods frequent, lean over the creek, thrusting tangled limbs skyward. Burdock and thistles seal their hopes within bristling sea pods, and spent cattails have spent their futures into the air and stand in armies now of pale gold straw. Sumacs wear pointed helmets and march toward the top of the ridge. I imagine women reaching under chickens for eggs, each yellow yolk a sunrise, the smells of fresh milk, sweet cakes, and the earthy scent of coffee mingling with damp wool and wood stoves. Each wave arrived here searching for the promise of a future. Here they could plant their seeds, raise their children, and hold on to their original cultures while becoming American. Here fortunes could be dreamed of and futures planned. Now no trace of those houses remain. A century after the first squatters, the spring water was declared unsafe and the remaining 14 families evicted. Their houses were burned by the city. All fled to better neighborhoods and their children's children have no memory of this place. The seeds of the plants that one grew, grew, once grew here have drifted to fertile lands, and we are left with gritty black and white photographs and tales told. The land has returned to the oak, sumac, cottonwood, and cattails, and the tiny stream still finds its way through snow, ice, and history, flowing, as always, toward the future. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.